0: On the 26th verse of Genesis chapter 2, the Bible declares, For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. Why is faith without works dead, and why is it compared to a body without a spirit, which is also dead? You see, when studying the Bible, it is very important to ask questions because questions create room for the spirit of revelation to minister to you. If you wait long enough and if you ask, certain types of questions and if you meditate on those questions because meditate, meditation allows the spirit of understanding to also minister to you. So if you ask questions and you meditate on those questions long enough, you'll come to realize God will minister to you. The problem is many people read to know. They just read for knowledge and not for understanding. There's a difference. It is very important to read to understand. All right. Now, why is faith without works dead and why is a body without a spirit also dead well we need to know what death is you see what use is a body without a spirit to utilize its functionality what use is a car without a driver to utilize its functionality what use is food without someone to utilize its functionality without someone to eat it you see death can be described as the lack of operation the lack of utilization if something was created to be utilized or to be in a particular operation and it is not being used that can be considered death all right Genesis 1.1 in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth So you'll notice the heavens were created first, then came the earth. The heavens exists in the spiritual realms while the earth exists in the physical. So by understanding, we know that this verse simply suggests the reality that God created first the spiritual realm, then the physical realm. You need to know that. All right, remember, we want to understand why faith without works is compared to a body without a spirit, which are both them. So let's go to Genesis two, verse seven. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul. So you must take notice that man, which in this context means both male and female, was not a living being. Man did not live till after the breath of life, otherwise known as the spirit, was breathed into his nostrils. So this, the spirit brought life to that body and therefore allowed that body to be in utilization. That is what life is the operation Of creation. All right. So the soul came into existence as a result of the combination of both the spirit and the body. The coalition of eternity and time created the medium of transmission. You see, the spirit operates in the spiritual realm, and the body operates in the physical. So both the spirit and the body are of different origins and they operate in different realms. So there needs to be a medium of of transmission, a a medium that allows for the safe transmission of both realms, of both entities in both realms. You see? That's what the soul is. So you have a buyer and you have a seller. The buyer needs something. The seller has that something to offer to the buyer. How are you going to make a successful transaction? This is where the middleman comes in. So, you're in need of groceries. You go to the store because the store is the middleman. You see, you're a seller, and you want you have you have some groceries to offer, but you need a, a medium to sell it, a way to sell it. You go to the store. So. You offer as a seller your items to a wholesaler or retailer to be distributed. While as a buyer, you go to the store, a wholesaler or retailer, to buy that item. You see, the store is the medium of transmission. That is what the soul is. The soul is a medium of transmission. The soul allows the spirit to communicate to the body in order for the body to make executions it is the soul that does that alright so why is faith without works as a body without a spirit why are these both considered dead alright faith is of the spirit you need to know that The things of the spirit are unseen. The spiritual realm is an unseen realm. You can't physically see this realm. Likewise, you can't physically see faith. That is why it is described as the evidence of things unseen. Faith acts as an insurance that though we do not see these things, they exist. Faith proves the existence of things we do not see in the natural. In other words, in the realm of invisibilities, faith is the closest to visible. Faith stands in the portal between the visible and the invisible. So, faith operates in the unseen, just like the spirit. Now, works, on the other hand, operates in the physical, in the seen, you see. People can see works. Works, in this regard, are physical deeds. So, if you want to manifest something on earth, Faith alone cannot do it because faith can only bring what you want to manifest to the portal of the unseen. But it is works that takes what you want to manifest from this portal and brings it into the scene because works operates in the scene and faith operates in the unseen. It is the spirit, likewise, that brings the body to life, you see. The body can only operate in the physical but it needs the spirit which can only operate in the spiritual to become life. So the combination of these two brings life and operation. So how is this possible? How does works take your unseen from faith and manifest it into the seen? Alright. Let's assume you need a car right now. Let's assume you need a car and you come up with the idea of buying a car, a new car. First thing we need to know is you need a car. Second thing we need to know is you came up with an idea of buying a new car. That's an ideology, all right? Buying a new car is an idea, an idea to solve your problem. All right, so the moment you ask yourself, can I buy a new car? Can I afford it? That ideology begins to exist in the realm of possibilities. Stay with me. So, buying a car becomes a possibility to you because you introduced yourself to that idea. Now, that idea of buying a new car is still only a possibility. It exists only in the realm of possibilities and that's the problem with some of us. We leave things in the realm of possibilities. All possibilities operate in the realm of the unseen. So stay with me here. You had a need. This need is a car. You need a new car. You had an idea to solve that need. This ideology is to buy a new car. All right? And you introduced yourself to that idea as a potential recipient of that solution. That is how that ideology became A possibility in your life. You see? Asking yourself if you could get a car allows this idea to become a possibility. So, now, answering yes or no is what either allows this possibility to progress or to stay a possibility. So, if you looked at your finances and your debt and you decided you couldn't afford a new car, that ideology remains a possibility. Stay with me here and it does not progress further. This is when you move on to another idea. All right, so, but if you happen to believe you could get a new car, regardless of financial status, if you happen to have faith, what faith does is it moves that possibility, that ideology from the realm of possibility, it moves it into the realm Of potential, you see, so that possibility of buying a new car is no longer a possibility, but it now becomes your potential because you believe and have faith that you could get a new car. It is now your potential, it is something that can be done in your life according to your your potential. You see, all right now, much like the soul, potential is a middleman, you see, your faith is. Getting a new car, the faith in getting a new car simply moved what was only a possibility into becoming a potential. That possibility is now potentiality. So many people leave things here. This is what James 2.26 is talking about. Your potential is untapped because you have not finished the conversion. You have not successfully transformed the unseen into the seen. have not successfully transported a possibility into a reality. You have not successfully transferred from the spiritual into the physical and having faith will only make a possibility a potentiality but not a reality. What makes a potentiality a reality is works. This is because faith can only go so far. Faith is of the unseen, so it cannot operate tangibly in the scene. So it needs something that already operates tangibly in the scene to work with. Just like the body operates in the physical, the spirit operates in the spiritual. They need something, something to pull them together. That something is called the soul. So a car can only drive on land, not in the air. A plane, however, operates on the air, right? The plane operates on the air. So, faith may be compared to a car, just as faith operates in the unseen, a car operates in the land, but works may be compared to a plane, just as works operates in the physical, so a plane operates in the air. So in order to transition from land to air, there's a portal, and this portal is known as the airport. It is at the airport we transition from land to air. Your potential can be represented by the airport. Faith will only bring that possibility of buying a new car into your potential. But it is works that takes that potential and manifests it in the physical. It converts that possibility into a reality. So don't just believe something. You must begin to achieve it. If there is more than one way to avoid something, there are two ways. There are more than two ways to engage it. I repeat that again if there is more than one way to avoid something there are more than two ways to engage it so don't leave your possibilities in the realm of potentialities you must actualize that potential actualize those potentials into realities there are many that are successes and possibilities some are successes and potentialities but few successes in realities because many left your success as a possibility due to the lack of faith, and others left their success as a potential because of lack of works. But be among those that will bring forth their success into the realm of realities by combining faith with works.